Hello and welcome back to All The Overs. This is episode three. Um, we're recording from sunny Shenfield. Uh, we've chosen Costa as our venue today because we're hoping that there won't be any drunks clinking glasses and making ridiculous noise. Thank you uh, for the feedback um, and for, for your forbearance. Obviously, we were as frustrated as you were in terms of the sound. Uh, hopefully, this will be much better and quieter. It was a ridiculous of it as well. In fact, the pub was empty. It was needless. And obviously, we were holding a podcast with microphones and stuff about. And you're standing right next to us. Yeah, it was quite intrusive. <laughs> to be fair, I can appreciate them wanting to really get involved with Nessie's cricket. So, you know... If they chipped in, it wouldn't have minded. Yeah, but all include us in their rounds. They weren't. They, they certainly didn't do, <laughs> didn't do that. We weren't yeah. even able to leave the table to get our drinks. We had to just sit and listen to them getting their their pints in and having a great time. But there you go. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much again for that. Um, some interesting developments on the Twitter. Um, Owen. Yeah. So the uh, uh, Essex official account now follow us, which we hope is a bit. Oh, I know YouTube went. I was going to be on the, under the radar a bit. It's like a subversive podcast. Ah, it's just fine. We make it in the world. That's I did a little jig. I was very excited. We about are followed that. by a few BBC Essex sports commentators. We are happy to come on air. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that is the dream. Like one hour, Owen and I, and yourself, Terry, just a little bit of commentary alongside the professionals whilst we're watching a one day. Just give us some background. Yeah. you know, conversation on Essex. Free lunch. Apparently, yeah, free lunch. Oh, hello. Well, that. That's free, free, Middle free lunch away. Me. Do it. At Lords. That's that. If you don't, if you, I'm happy, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. You, you take mistakes <laughs> away, like, you can do that one. I'll take Ken at home. You know, I'll start small and then we'll, you know, build yeah. from there. So I'm, I'm, I'm an Essex fan, so you know, I love the ground. I'd like to get oh, into really, the Essex I remember the ground, I get free entry anyway to yeah. the ground. Yeah, no, I get the, that's fair. No, that's fair enough. But I'd like home hospitality. Sure, you know, commentator on Essex, on Essex turf. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that'd be great. Nintendo. Yeah, you're very welcome to come on board. Yeah. Thanks very much for that. In advance. Or anyone, or anyone like, from Essex, actually. In fact, non, um, non-exclusive agreement. Like anyone from Essex could come on, <laughs> and we absolutely love it. Including <laughs> thirteen players. We're not fussing. You can find us on Twitter, <laughs> Essex Podcast. Uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you. Yes, brilliant. Okay, so I think a good place for us to start uh, would be to, to, to just rewind a little bit, not focus on um, Middlesex. Um, not Middlesex? Sorry, just yet. Um, let's we, go we back. Can take to, it all the way back to Surrey. Take it all the way back to Surrey, yeah. Ended with you two coming back from Surrey at the midway stage of the second test. Freezing cold. Cold day. But it was chilly times. We can finish off the, the last test match and then hit the one day cup streak. I thought I thought we played pretty well. Um, I was I think we wobbled in the middle and I was quite concerned at one point. But then yeah, I think it's a couple kind of good, good partnerships. Some in a tender scarter captain's innings really and was 127. I think it was 127. Yeah, it's decent not. Yeah, he got around 60. Got dropped, I think, or something happened. It just when the rain started. So literally the ball when the rain came in, it was like a kerfuffle and a Surrey appeal, but it got lost in them coming off the pitch, so not quite sure what happened. But I thought Tender really came forward, I thought, that innings. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm happy to take a draw out of that match. That's a, that's a tough game. I see it as taking points away from Surrey. Yeah. It makes sense. So we've, we've, yeah. we've, we've taken points from... If we are, we're still going on with episode one about we want Essex and we think Essex should win the championship, then we are... You're giving them a win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've not won, but it's definitely won. Yeah. And especially off the back of the start 
the first game where I don't think we just turned up at all. Yeah. You know, that performance is a lot more comfortable to build in, it's a lot better from the team as a whole. And you know, the foundations are starting to be there as we move like it comes in cycles this thing. You play a couple of tests, you play three or four one day in a row, then you play like a little bit of this and you have like blocks on each type of thing and I think when we get back round to the test cycle we're in a better position. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agree. Okay, so then I suppose. Also, the only thing I would say is, is Alistair Cook. I think yeah. expect a bit more from him. Makes sense. Well, he didn't seem to have much of a presence. Well, it's a ground that he knows well from his England days, obviously. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'd expect more. Actually, listen, I don't know if you've seen on BBC. Yeah, it's that thing called The Knight's Tale. It's uh, like a one-hour special on Alistair Cook, and it talks about him being knight. And we go back to Malden and, and talk to people there. And I was actually really impressed by the, re- the reason he wants to come back to Wessex. And he, he says he doesn't want to go from like England to nothing. So it's like a sort of a buffer. But also he just he loves the atmosphere in the dressing room. And that's why he, why he wanted to commit to Wessex for another two seasons. It was quite... I know last time we were talking about whether he was still motivated enough to play. And that's maybe why... The, yeah. Not, not poor performances, but you expect so much, don't you, from... He's, yeah. He's held to a different level. Yeah. Right, you're the... Um, and it's a hard one mm. but we'll come, like, I've got points to make about the one day is okay so we'll, we'll hold on to that then so shall we move on to the one day is then yeah so smash Glamorgan you were worried about Glamorgan yeah, I, you were I, I, I've, I've been to I've been to watch Glamorgan away twice and every single time it's just not it's not happened for instance. and I thought it's one of those bogey grounds yeah. but uh, yeah that I was really when I checked my phone. I was really surprised that we've done so well. That was convincing. Like that was a, a really good statement to make in the first game. Yeah, just shame what happened after that. Mm. But there are positives, like especially yeah. first two, and I think it will lead into the, the third. Is that Chopra is just we're very reliant on Chopra, and he was in such good form the yeah, first two games. Like yeah. first two games, two centuries. Outstanding. Uh, so it was all fun. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I was following the Glamorgan game on my phone, so didn't get to see like, how people were playing. But at Essex, when I went to the Middlesex game, he um, didn't look like he was going to get out. Like, he looked so in control and just. Mm. He looked very comfortable. Yeah, it's like, it's like he's like this season, he seems to have come into his own a bit. I know he played very well when we won the championship and stuff, but I just think you know, this season it's all. It'd be great if the rest of the team were. Firing on all cylinders. It seems that one or two people are doing really well, but just. Uh, I'm not too worried about our batting as such. I know we collapsed a bit in the second innings, but it, it's a. Well, I don't think we'll start on bowling. It just, it's just awful. Your Jamie Porter just looks like. And at Surrey as well, just un, completely unthreatening. Um, I don't know what, where the, the, the sort of. Tenacity and stuff, but you know where where that where threat, the danger, the danger, is. danger yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where the, we don't know where that's gone, and and we're so reliant now on people like Peter Siddle. Peter Siddle, so far for me, has been the the player of the season so far. I know it's a really short period. We were quite like five games in ish. Um, yeah, two championship and three. One yeah, two championship, three one days. Yeah, but so far I think he's been the most consistent and the best performing out of what we've seen I think a lot of players like Tendo Mapara Lawrence are in there as well like they've put in some good performances Lawrence is bowling now 
it's pretty incredible. We'll the guy who bowled only what a handful of overs entire last season is now, I think, one of my one of our sort of backup strikers. Yeah, he's the go-to backup. For sure. Yeah. So should we should we talk more about the Middlesex game then? Because it was just like, the it was like the bowling. Were, if that was British cricket, you'd be annoyed at it. I found the, the day very frustrating, actually. See, I don't mind that the Middlesex result as much as the Surrey result. But it's more the way it happened. The Surrey result was... We weren't quite good enough in the yeah. end, but... Yeah. The but it's, like, there were sloppy moments, that's what I thought. I think you're right. So, not, we probably should have won. But at the end of the day, both teams scored 300-plus. You know. It was a 400 wicket. Maybe. So it's a new, it's a modern era of cricket, isn't it? These, those are, are, that's not a big story. 300 anymore. is the par on pretty much anything. And not reaching out against Surrey was a big sign. But against Middlesex, I just felt like this is just proper one-day cricket, where someday, one, like, one game, this is your day, and that result's yeah, for you. And this is one of the ones where it's just not quite come together. It is, quite, it, is a, it is a league where anyone can beat anybody, I think, in the South group. We haven't, we haven't, really we haven't got that. The North group you've got you've got some weak teams in there, you've got some very strong teams. You've got some strong teams in our group, like you know, obviously Surrey and Middlesex with their you know, Yo and Morgans of the world. Yeah. Um, but then you've got the, the the smaller teams like Essex, Sussex and Kent, still competitive. Well, I don't know. I think we've we've definitely had a front loaded fish list in the apart from Glamorgan, Middlesex, Surrey, Somerset's up next. Which are going to be a tough game. I know we'll come back then, to that. Yeah, yeah, and then like Hampshire. But then the very end of the fixture list is like Gloucestershire, Kent, and Sussex, which are probably like three of the easier teams yeah. across the group. Although like Sussex are a reasonable team, I'm not saying they're a gimme, but you look at Kent and you're like, oh, we, should, we should win that comfortably. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think it's been a bit of a tough start. And the middle six one, I don't mind too much. I think we don't have a tail that can back. It's old, it's old school cricket. Our, our te- we've got a proper tail. Yeah. yeah. We can't bat to number 11. And when they can't bat, the pressure is on them with the ball. And we touched upon it in the last podcast. We were looking at the averages that they were producing in the test format, and it was too high. And again, I think, apart from Siddle, they're pretty high numbers. Like in the, I, think only Siddle, I think only Siddle can go home and say, I did well. In all, in like he's this with season, the ball, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah, but the, he's not he's not expected to hit the bat. No. The problem we've got is when you have like a Middlesex game, sort of a bit of a collapse. You've got nothing to save you. You've got Siddle can bat a bit, but that's it really. Um, Quinn, you know, Quinn's no good. Unfortunately, I'm not knocking them for that. They're not. Then the job is not to bat. Yeah, their ball is through and through. But if you, I think we we so we're so used to watching. Because obviously the England teams all year round, so we're so much used to watching the England team perform and they're absolutely brilliant, and they've got number tens and elevens that they can, they can pull scores, out the bag. Yeah. Um, but Essex, Essex haven't got that, and I think once I think for me, as soon as either the par or tender scarf is out, um, you might have to go home. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. I mean, is, is there is there something to be said about how 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 the game not necessarily is changing, but I think you, you certainly coming up. Like, obviously I'm a teacher kids at the moment so many of them are saying when I say oh, oh do you play cricket um, and they, they, they love the fact that their teacher who's a woman plays cricket watches cricket loves it um, I say oh you battle bowl and then and loads of them are saying all rounder 
Yeah, I understand. You know, I talk, so, when, I, when I do my occasional classroom thing. So, I mean, do you think that's going to be sort of more of a feature as, as we as we move forward, particularly yeah. with the changing nature of the game overall? Yeah, I think if you look at the early noughties, the Australian team, I read an interview with... Um, Butch, Butch, what was a coach called at the Australia? They had a really good Australian team, you know. With, so I'm with the, with the, I can't remember his name, but the, that, that, that guy for, for Australia. Let's call him Bushman. Like, I mean, I can't remember his name. But he was having a talk about, you know, like Holland did in the 80s with total football. He wanted total cricket. Yeah. And he was, the idea was that everyone can bat, everyone can bowl, everyone can throw with both hands. And he's getting like coaches in from the uh, American Baseball League to come in and teach because they throw both hands. Arms, they? That's who's trying to create that cricket, that cricket team. I don't, I think with the, you know, with the likes of like the Ben Stokes of the world and, and the way that you've got, you know, Sam Curran coming in and they, they can bat and bowl, they, they are just total cricketers. Well, the glory positions now in cricket are your, the five, six, sevens who are batsmen that can deliver with the ball as well. Like, it, it, it's Stokes, it was Flintoff yeah. back when. So when you look at kids and they're watching the superstars, it's it's not your number. It's not your Jimmy Anderson who, who takes nine wickets or five wickets. We don't seem to be producing that Essex. We got so you go back ten years when Bapara and Tender are a bit younger, and they were all-round cricketers. They could bat, bowl. Uh, Tender more than Bapara could field. Yeah. But we seem to be now producing quality bowlers, but just bowl. Quality batsmen like Lawrence, who can bowl a bit, but is he's there for his batsman. Um, Alice Cook's another example could bowl well so that one, one, one wicked didn't in England yeah. <laughs> so if you've been watching on YouTube it's quite, quite an entertaining two minutes have I you seen it? Well, that, I haven't seen it have you seen it? we'll put it on we'll put it on the uh, Twitter account it is uh, it's up there with Michael Vaughan's is it? Okay, it is right. <laughs> <laughs> we got wicked. Got wicked. <laughs> can't complain. Can't complain. Fantastic. No, it just made me think in terms of how you know we're talking about how um, how our tail end looks. You know, does Essex need to change anything going forward? So that's, that was just my question, really. But I guess you kind of answered I don't think that. Really, in the short in the short term. Not in the short term, certainly. To be fair, though, I wouldn't want a team of eleven all rounders. I think there's a lot to be said for especially Spatsman at the top who know the graft and can read the game mm. to know when to dig in and write stuff out I don't necessarily think you get that by being an all-rounder and it's the same with the pressure of the bowlers as well is that okay there's a lot of good bowlers who are all-rounders and they can take a lot of wickets but do they necessarily have the the mental fortitude and the sort of association which comes with being a level to line in in and out every ball because that's my job or do they go oh, actually I can have a few wayward ones because I'm probably a few sixes <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I'm back yeah. so I think you'll never completely stem away from the specialist it's yeah. just a question of balance to the squad well because I'm a I'm just a bowler at my great club and I, I do when I bowl a wide ball it's like that's my only job and I've just mocked it that I can't redeem myself if I bowl a bad spell so yeah I do I agree oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not advocating it, it. Yeah. it's just, right, just a I, question when I played, I was left arm medium, very average bowler, and, I'm, and my job as a batsman was bat pad to play it. I'm not getting out, and I'd regularly see out 20, 30 overs and score like two runs. 
because the batsman is there to get the runs. I'm there to keep us in the game. You're holding the ends up. That's yeah. all I Brilliant cricket and Rayleigh. Oh, it's awful, <laughs> awful cricket. No, no standard, absolutely. It like maybe punish the bad balls. I'm left-handed and they bowl it down the legs, super wide. But it's I'm just going to stand here and just knock it out, and I don't care. Fab. Well, I think that kind of neatly brings us on um, to. We need to talk about sorry. Yeah. Sorry again. Mm. I thought, given. I thought that was a winnable game. <clears throat> it's a very winnable game, given the target we got set. I mean, we've said that um, 300 is like the par score now. And they got. We got them out. Ish. Did we get them out for. Eight? Two, 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 seven, eight for eight. Yeah. So they, they bat the 50, but they had a few injuries, so it's not quite a fair reflection, but it's under 300. Yeah, yeah you, got, you look at the, so Terry Kerr's got the score card, haven't you? In terms of their batting lineup, it's got some big names in there. Yeah, yeah. You've got, like, the, you've got Roy, Stoneman, Jax, Burns, Folks, Pope, Plunkett. Well, players, well sure. Morkel and Plunkett, I mean, they, they got four wickets each. Well, Morkel rips us apart. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. scores apart. Um, but the onus was on us to win that rather than to lose with the target especially because they had the problems like Roy had the back spasms had to go out and then come back but you know there's an opportunity there that was weird they got the back spasms we don't understand how that happened well it was a game of injuries I mean there were so many injuries three injuries three injuries if he got hit in the box yeah right goes down with me because he hit in the groin and then goes off for a back spasm those two yeah I guess yeah I mean, I'm not being funny, but if you get him in the box, are, are, are you, are you yeah. going to say, uh, well, my, my, my fella's having a bit of a problem here, um, or are you going to say, back spasm? Which obviously was happening, because everyone just yeah. seemed to go down the floor. He got one right in the... Yeah, yeah. It, it, to be fair, it looked like agony. I've been a woman, I have no idea how that feels. But, I, so I can't... I, can, <laughs> I, can tell you right I cannot empathise at all, but I can sympathise. The box just stops you being damaged. It doesn't stop the pain. It doesn't yeah. stop the pain. Right. <laughs> This is, this, is, this is all new to me. Okay, right, fantastic. I thought the Surrey game was a huge lesson in match cricket and reading the game because it was Lawrence and Papara got done in consecutive and then Tender Shah and Palmer. Tender Scarter. Sorry. Um, got, sorry, I had. <laughs> um, got done in consecutive balls. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. As soon as you lose one, everyone should be right. This is an opportunity to build, reset, and go in. Back-to-back deliveries twice is naivety more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do worry if um, maybe Tendo's time as captain is... He can't really blame the captain any batting performances. But just maybe he's had his day. What, as captain? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's obviously he's a very good batsman. Proven sorry, but I do, I do wonder whether he's. You, everyone runs out of ideas, don't they? I mean, yeah. all the greats uh, at some point. But if you took it away from him, who would you give it to? No, I don't. I can't see anyone stepping up to that. I do worry going back to the days when we had, not to knock the bloke, but like people like Mark, like Patini as captain. It's like, you know, what, what, why was he there? Or yeah. uh, you know. So yeah, I do, I do worry that we'd go with a bit of a, bit of a dark age. I do think we're going to struggle for leaders because also, I don't think Cook should be in the one-day team. 
he's coming. I saw him at Su- Somerset years ago, Smash a Century. Like, like, he's, like he was nothing. But he, he's a great batsman. I just don't think he's a one day batsman, especially a modern one day batsman who, with the power plays and bits and pieces like that, fielding restrictions, like, is he going to punish you enough at the start or is he always going to pop big scores? I just don't think he's a modern one day if you've got, batsman. If you've got someone like Cook, though, who's holding end up. You know, he's just so he's got you've got stability at one end, and then you've got flair at the other. So you can allow people like Chopra, Gopara, Lawrence, Tendiscarta, etc., to to thrash it about, even Harmer, thrash it about a bit. And the other end, you've got Mister Reliable. I think if you sort of, which is why I was frustrated at Surrey. I thought it's only just a little, it's five and a half and over, isn't it? So you don't need to be. Absolutely going for it. You just need a, a, a boundary and a single and over, and you're, you're on your way. And that's what I think could have someone to cook at the end. But I thought they were doing, given that we were only we were one for naught after one and a half overs, which obviously mostly ring alarm bells. But I thought, you know, if it cooks in that role, it's just providing stability. But it just didn't happen, did it? No, but it's good that obviously Dan Lawrence got his 50, you know. Yeah, it's good. Lawrence, partnership, 90. Still still pretty decent. Across the three games, there were certainly a few good knocks. And I don't, yeah, it's like I said, I don't really feel like we're that bad with the ball. And with the bat, it's more consistency and match awareness, bowling, tying it up. And yeah, I really wouldn't be against when. Chopra comes back from injury if Cook didn't make it and we did waters in. Um, so you would have Brown either? I could have Brown. I think Brown could do a job in the same position. Okay. I just kind of feel like maybe we take Cook out of one days and he focuses on the test and we'll see that bounce and the form will come back in that yeah. format. Tell you what, tons of batting now. Um, people who might come up, up and coming on the radar. Is it Butterman? Butts Butterman? In the seconds, he hit 80 odds in the second team game against Cambridge this week. I think. So that's one to, I think, yeah. one to look out for. I think we've got a surprising amount of depth. So why not? If if the worst comes to the worst, though, the, South, the Somerset game coming up is not giving. I think they their position at the moment is they play three, they've won three. But I think that's flattering. They they squeaked past Glamorgan and they got. Um, a duck by fluid win over Sussex. They absolutely demolished Ken. Fair place for But I think they're yeah. flattering. I can I think we'll win it, but if worse comes to worse and I'd be very disappointed if we don't make it out of the groups. If we like blooded some youngsters in those final few one day games, I think it would do us a lot of good. But they were probably the best one day batsman in the world at the moment. I think. Just about that. Yeah. He can tear anyone apart. Yeah. He's like the Chris Scale of 50 over cricket. Is he still out in the IPL though? He's returned, isn't he? Adrian. Well, he returned. Soon. I didn't know if he was back just yet. Oh, I hope he's going to be alright. He's not back, brilliant. Yeah, if he's not back, <laughs> happy day. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> oh, sorry, I thought. Because I, I don't really watch the IPL, I think. I find it a bit gimmicky. Yeah. Uh, um, I just don't like franchise cricket, I just don't think. And the player did really care for the badge, and that's why I don't watch it. That's why I'm really against one of the hundred ball, hundred ball thing. But, uh, yeah, so I, so I thought they were back, so I'm not paying attention. But um, so yeah. no, I, I hope they're wrong. I'm sure I am. 
fingers crossed. Well, I watched the um, interview with Tendo following uh, Zara match. Um, I have to say, I'm, 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 I found it quite interesting what he said. Um, you he, seen this thing on Twitter? So, no. Well, after this, I'll get it up while you. Okay, that's fine. Well, he he said, you know, very good wicket, pleased with bowling and fielding overall, and, and, and obviously a significant improvement um, from from the home game Essex. But to be fair, it it wasn't the most detailed interview. I mean, and, and I, th- I think T- Tendo is is he's quite a good speaker actually and so for me that kind of it felt a little bit like you know he was kind of covering something do, do you know what I mean it, maybe. I don't, yeah. or maybe maybe he was it's just tired much, and didn't want to talk for very long probably tired probably it's just tired comment, isn't it? after a long day playing results not done your way it's just like alright let's focus on the positive was that with the Essex yeah. guy with BBC yeah. that was the, with the BBC guy not, not the Essex TV bloke um, do you know what? I'm not. Well, I'm not sure. It's, the, it's on. It's on the BBC. It's on the BBC um, website, and oh, it's, the, it's, the, it's the YouTube link. Because the TV guy, I think he he talks so much that they haven't got anything left to say. Like what you just said. You know, that's oh wow! Right. Okay. So I've just, yeah, I've just read this. Can I read it out? Yeah, yeah, read it out. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan um, replied to Essex Cricket to say we're disappointed and want to do better. We're not immune to criticism, but I will stand up for every one of these players that have brought the club forward. Some of you need to give your head a wobble. That's an interesting comment. It's on to the fans. Is that is that fans? Maybe. Maybe. No, I've not. Some of the responses are interesting too. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't really follow this chat. I think it's more for the casual commenters, commentators oh, yeah. like us. Like sometimes we are negative. <laughs> there is no. And it's not. It's not meant to be. You know, super. Um, Forensic yeah. or, dipl- or, or diplomatic. Or demeaning, really, to, to the performance. Because we're not out there. We can only say, like, we just feel a bit disappointed. We're used to some of these higher like, standards and bits and pieces. But at the end of the day, they're still professional cricketers and they're doing a really good job of ways they wouldn't be out there. So yeah, I think sure. it's more for that kind of thing. That we should never really be too on top of the players and be really pre- critical of, like, you're absolutely rubbish, you're atrocious. Yeah. Why, no, are you never. why are you turning out for this team? And I think sometimes you can have that atmosphere in the crowd and you can catch those couple of comments coming away. But do you, do you worry it's that? I think someone's written here, who was his name? Uh, Jonathan coach? Chaplin. Okay. Like, it's a 606 culture. You know, because I've stopped listening to 606 now on the BBC because it's just people turn, shoot, I just I put on air to rant rant and rave about and they're almost crying on the phone and you've got like things like fan TV at football clubs now where they just yeah. they're like it's just it just, rant, like, just reminds me of it it's hyperbolic reactions yeah, that's yeah. Long-term. and if you've got I wouldn't be surprised that's happens. I mean most people support both sports I wouldn't be surprised that if that is creeping into it and there are people you know I wasn't I wasn't there but a cricket match with only 3,000 people there it's not hard you want to shout one of the players you're going to get hurt yeah yeah, yeah. But that's a shame, though. Especially a game where people drink for the most of the session. Well, certainly um, at home. <laughs> we, I mean, yeah, it, at home that, it makes a bit of an atmosphere. But if, if it turns nasty, it's going to get pretty But the nasty. last game was quite, was quite loud. So, so if <laughs> Jesus wasn't there, there was a stag dude that turned up, and they were about 11.30, ru- like, ruined. 
I did a bit by the scoreboard. It was like it'd be, it was like six o'clock at night. It was like half eleven in the morning. <laughs> but then about one o'clock, they were gone. Right, they peaked way too early. <laughs> night ruined them. It's just one in the afternoon. <laughs> Anytime anyone was on the boundary, they just got abuse. <laughs> I did. I did feel for the team that. I did feel like if you're that drunk at half eleven, like, this this night's gonna last me. No, no, and it was, and actually, it was very hot as well. It was a very hot day. So, no, I, I wasn't being, I, I wasn't trying to, to be overly critical of Tendo in terms of his reflection on the match. It's just, you know, it, it's nice to hear from the captain. But if that's going a, on, though, we, we, don't we don't know this stuff. We don't know this. No, no, now having read this, that actually does make a lot more sense now. You know, you, yeah, you yeah. don't want to go into too much detail because you don't want to be responding to and, and giving credence to some of those negative comments that you're hearing on the pitch. Yeah, I think. As soon as you're in the public eye, you are not fair game to be commented on, but you are going to have people discuss you, and you will have a whole host of you know opinions that come your way. And it's about actually, can you voice that constructively, and can you deliver that? Yeah, in I hope it doesn't manner? get too. I hope it doesn't get out of hand. So what I really like is like live. So I live in Chelmsford. Well, didn't grow up there, but I live there now. Is the fact that I like going into the pub and like you'll see like and, uh, Nick Brown in the pub or you like we I bumped into um, Ravi having a drink once and it's just it's just nice to see them around yeah and it'd be horrible to think if they just start doing the football thing where they go into VIP areas and don't isolate and, themselves yeah. away so they don't have to and yeah, also well, I think once shame. I was um, getting a sandwich on the high street and the entire squad were out there getting their going to M and S something and get, getting their snacks I thought this is they're all in the Essex kit that's pretty that's pretty cool but we shame that to, to to lose that connection with the club. Especially as Essex is such a community-based club. It has to be. It's the size of my club, isn't it? If you, if you lose that, that's a big... I was left with sort of a concrete shell of the ground, which, to be honest, no one really likes it. No, but as we discussed in the last podcast, obviously, we, that, you know... I'm very change, affectionate Changes it. is on the horizon in terms of improving the ground. I mean, but but it's, I, I do think Essex Cricket Club is, is a, a bit of a, a gem for, for Chelmsford. You know, it, it's a real draw. Um... That, that sort of sense of community that you get from the players when you actually see them because they will stop and talk to you you know it's not it's not like if you, if you bump into a footballer um, and they will kind of shimmy themselves off and wear the sunglasses yeah. and all that kind of thing whereas actually that all the players any players that I've ever seen um, because unfortunately for them I will stop and talk um, I heard but, a, they, but they, they, they're patient I had a story that uh, someone like you know those um, the autograph hunters oh. yeah, it was an adult autograph hunter so the ones who the who's who stuff Stand oh, yeah. by the players' dressing entrance. He asked Tender Scarter for a, an autograph. I can't remember the reason why. It might have been collecting, or might have had a reason behind it. Had, had a quick chat, as, as Tender does. Anyway, he was shopping in the M S Simply Food in Chelmsford, and he got a pat on the back, and it was Tender who recognised it. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah. and there's that's I just really said nice. hello. Yeah. But that's that's so lovely. That's really yeah. endearing, isn't it? I mean, Essex is like. It's a concrete jungle, but it's our concrete jungle. <laughs> it is very it's like South End United's Roots Hall. It's not great, but it's ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smells. Yeah. Uh, well, let, let's let's move on from South End. Knocking it down, there, Richie. Oh, there we One last thing on the the one days before we move on. Yes. Yeah. I know we were talking about uh, Mr. White and his signing, and I was really sceptical the last time, but. He very much looks a keeper. Like 12, 12 catches, three stun pins across all the games. Yeah, so he's scored a few runs. I know not the last couple of games, but against Surrey, he scored a few runs. Yeah. Some nice shots as well. 
I thought it was, it was very impressive. Yeah, and also, I didn't realise, I was reading the Essex website, they actually played me Cook at Loughborough, and that's where they've actually got a bit of a connection now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Obviously, Sam Cook. Yeah. Yes, Sam Cook, just, just to clarify there, uh, not Alistair. That's awesome. Yeah. It'd be nice. It is nice to see someone who's, you know, second team at Middlesex. Getting, getting, you know, I know, unfortunately for Pepper and, uh, you know, he would, you know, give what he, he would have been the next. Yeah, year. but oh yeah, so it's nice. I think it's nice to see someone make. He's embraced the opportunity. He's embracing, embracing the chances, and it's 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 really showing. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, and he seems like a never met him, but he, he seems to get on with the players and stuff, and seems to mix in quite well. Yeah. I'm really good signing. Yeah. So you're taking back your comment then? Yeah. I oh, know, but given given his first class stats. Uh, Whenever you sign a second team player who is an unknown, you don't know what you're getting. But some people relish the big stage, some people become a bit of a shrinking violet and don't quite make the, the step up. It's the same in all sports. Like, some people thrive on their opportunities and some people just aren't ready for that next level. He very much looks a player that could establish himself in the county game for a few years. Watch this space with him then. Great. So, Sunday... Hampshire. Have you kind of touched on it already? I'm going. My game's been called off, so. It depends how, it depends how tomorrow goes against Somerset, really. I think we need to win at least one of these two to be in the results. I think the, the back end of our schedule is decent. And we can I think we put well. too much pressure on ourselves. We, we seem to win. As long as you win half your games, you're right. Because it's a top four go through, isn't it? So. But this is what happened last year, though. We only won two out of the first five and then won the last two. Apparently three. there's a minimum... To go through, you have to win a minimum amount of games and we just hit that minimum. So you can't just, like, sneak forth. You've got actually as a criteria yeah. so you won't get demolished in the quarterfinals. You've got to win five. Is it? Four yeah. or five, I think. To you look at our run rate in the table and it's actually decent. Yeah. Compared to some of the teams above, like, a couple, of, I think, in the minuses or just about... Over zero, we're yeah. not at that 0.5. It's not bad in terms of run rate. Given we've lost, yeah. given we've lost, yeah. I think there's, there's positive signs there. If we can just be a bit more consistent through the game, we'll do well. I, I think I, I think I'm expecting us to beat Somerset, and then I think we might struggle against Hampshire. I loved it when we when all three of us went to that 2020 game. We actually demolished Hampshire. It was Topoli's first time back to... Oh, that was a brilliant day. I really enjoyed that. Is that because of Topoli, though? No, that, no, that no it was because he was standing in front of us. He was getting a few... Because he, like, he, 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 he went off to a bigger club and then we won the championship and now he's languishing at Hampshire and we're like a much, much more... Not a bigger club than Hampshire, but it's more successful. Yeah. And it's, it was just great when he came back and he was getting all his abuse from the fans and he was like, you could see he was getting to it. Like, as if, like, he saw himself as like, I'm better than this. Because he's suffering, isn't he? He's not messy, he's suffering. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the Hampshire just get rolled over by, yeah. by Essex. And just, it was that, was, it was that was a good day, a good evening. Then the Golden Foods afterwards. Always a good place to end uh, a day at <laughs> the cricket. If you win, yeah. Especially if you win, yeah. To be fair, you can either drown your sorrows or, uh, or celebrate. It works both ways. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, so think that is pretty much all we have had time for this evening um hope you've enjoyed what we've, what we've talked about our, our cricket waffles this evening but we've uh, we very much enjoyed uh, 
the first three podcasts so far. Um, hopefully this one, as I said at the start, um, is, is much better in terms of sound. We will be tweeting out tomorrow. Um, do feel free to, to give us any further comments and feedback. Um, but until next time, bye from me. Goodbye from Cheese. And goodbye from me. See you next time. <laughs>